good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cuff, Henny Cutter, Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victors. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Chujunk, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are, Dega. You are right. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. That's Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Right on. Hey, why don't we, uh, we have Heather Keeler interviewing her son, who's a high school senior who just committed playing football uh, at Northern State University. And let's, let's take a listen to uh, State Representative Heather Keeler and her son. Thanks, Robert and Haley. I'm sitting here today in my favorite role, which is being a mom. Um, I know that you guys have talked to me a lot about the work that I do, um, but honestly, I take the most pride in raising my kids. Um, as many of you know, I've talked about it a lot. I have a senior, and being a senior mom is emotional. Um, and today, is an outstanding day for me and my son, DJ. Tell him what today is, Deej. Um, today was my signing day, which is the next step in my, in my journey. A big, very big, important step, making it official that I'm going to go to college to play football at Northern State University. Going to play football. So you've been like a tri-sport athlete. Um, and I kind of laugh because like growing up, we knew that you were going to be doing something athletic because your first word was ball yeah right um but talk to me a little bit and tell us a little bit about like what football has really meant to you from like your very early ages to your senior year yeah um well I've always loved football I've always loved every sport I've been very competitive my whole life so I just found I just found love for the game just through my friends and just different experience that I've that I've had in the past and luckily for me I turned out to be good enough to play at a college level so yeah and you had how many offers did you end up getting I ended up with seven offers which is a blessing because some people don't even get one offer and the fact that I had a choice to pick between seven schools is a blessing it really is and we talk a little bit about I think the statistic is like 7% of, co- of high school athletes get the opportunity to play at college. And so less than, that. less than that. Yeah. So, I mean, it is really a true blessing. And I've been your mom for your whole life and I've watched you work really, really hard at it. You have a, um, a chart in your room that you set goals, you know, mm-hmm. so like just in the professional world, we talk a lot about setting goals and really working towards those. What were some of the goals that you set for yourself in your high school career? Yeah, so pretty much in seventh grade, I had my mom give me a whiteboard and I was just like, today I'm gonna just just make my future plan and I'm gonna go after it. Cause one thing about me, I'm organized. And I like to be organized and, and setting my goals. So some things I had on my board were start varsity football, which, which I ended up doing. Two years. Two years. Start varsity basketball, which I ended up doing two years. And then I had four things on my chart. One of them is be obsessed, which I feel like if you're not obsessed with what you do, you're not going to be the best at it. And another thing was small step forward every day because you can't just get to the place that you want to be just off of one day. It's small steps forward every day. Mm. I like that. I like that because sometimes it steps forward and steps back. Yeah. You know, it's making sure you keep going. Okay, what else did you have? And it's not big steps forward, it's small steps because you can't just take big leaps. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I had was do it for them. Then I have a bunch of pictures of uh, my younger self and my family on there. So every day I wake up, I look at my board to do it for them. And then my last thing was never be satisfied. So 
if you really want to reach your goals, then you can never be satisfied. So I just always have to remind myself that. I think that's good because those are all things that will work in other parts of your life. Like it played out really well in sports. But I mean, if you think about moving forward, what are you going to college for? I'm going for business and sports marketing. Yes, sports marketing. I love that. I did an emphasis in sports um, as well. And I think it's important to go into a career that like you have deep passions about. And obviously, like you have deep passions about athletics. So this is Native Roots Radio. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, being an indigenous athlete and what are some things you did? You know, I know we smudged before football games, um, but talk a little bit about, you know, how being native in this world and in athletics have kind of played out for you. Yeah, well, being native is obviously it's it's not something around this area that I have a lot of friends, but my junior season. Um, I had one friend that was native, so before every game, uh, me, him, and my mom, Heather, would always go smudge before a game, and I feel like that helped like cleanse our minds and get us prepared for just whatever comes next. And then also, I feel like it's very, uh, being native is very um, what would you say, like, a blessing, like, spiritually? Like, it, it helps me get connected to to the spiritual, like, part, the other half of the game. Because it's not always about how you play. It's about your mental part of the game. So smudging before the game helped help me get my mental part of the game ready. That's a good answer. You know, I smudge every day before I go into session, kind of for the same reasons. Like, yeah. it's one thing to go out and do the work. It's another thing to stay, like holistically grounded in some of those really hard spaces so you're going to northern they're the wolves you're super excited what's your position i'm a wide receiver i think you're the best just because i'm your mom i get to say that so if there was some advice you could give to your younger self you know think about that dj that was like fifth grade eighth grade and it was like just sometimes those days are kind of tough like what's some advice you would give to the younger version of yourself um, some advice I would give was never give up because I was uh I was pretty good in like fifth, sixth grade, but then middle school I kinda started struggling a little bit. I had an injury in eighth grade, which I missed a couple games and I didn't really get any playing time. And that's when I pretty much was like, Okay, I just wanna play basketball. Basketball mm-hmm. was my main sport. And then something just that summer just talking to Coach Feeney, I was like, yeah, like football, this is this is meant for me. Like, I think I can go places in football. So if I would have gave up, if I would have quit that eighth grade summer, then I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing. So just never give up, work hard, and be yourself. That's so true. Thanks, DJ. You know, publicly, I talk a lot about my work, but I do really take a lot of pride in you. And I'm so, so, so proud of you. I know there's a lot of community members just in our own community and in our region that have watched you too. Um, Real quick, before we wrap up and send it back over to Robert and Haley, you had the best game-winning shot this year in basketball. Yeah. You know, like what are some of the real high-level fun points of your senior year in athletics? Um, That shot, definitely. And I feel like this, this team, this basketball team I'm on, can go all the way, so... We haven't even hit the highest points yet. Yeah, so you got that season left, heading off to college, senior year. I just want to remind everybody, Cobell Scholarship is open. There's a lot of Native American scholarships out there. Um, I'll work with Native Roots Radio. Robert, Haley, we can get some stuff online so that individuals heading off to college can be prepared and have some financial opportunities as well. Bye. Thanks, Robert and Haley. Hey, thank you, uh, State Representative Heather Keeler and her her son, uh, up next, Arvina Martin of a Emerge Wisconsin. And also, uh, today is a special day, too, before we swing it over to the commercials, huh, Haley? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, not only is it uh, college signing day for seniors uh, playing football, but it's National Girls and Women's uh, Day in Sports. All right. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and we'll be right back with Arvina Martin. Stay with us. Oh, wow.
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Life can be hectic. Sometimes the pressure can feel like too much, and the emotions can be overwhelming. Hennepin County's COPE Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, before we get to our, our friend Arvina, uh, that's, uh, there's a couple things we want to just take care of real quick. Uh, Haley, we got uh, that big uh, happenings where meet and greet, and we get to... Uh, Hang out with people like Matt McNeil and uh, our friend uh, with the ten o'clock scary move, scary show. And uh, yeah. why don't you <laughs> give a quick uh, shout out to uh, to our listeners out there? Absolutely. Well, February, like we talked about yesterday, is uh, Listener Appreciation Month here on AM 950, which is our home station. And we just want to say a big thank you and pinagi miigwech wopila to everyone, all of our listeners out there for. Uh, tuning into the show, whether it's this year or all seven years, is really amazing. And you can win prizes all month by liking posts on Facebook, signing up for AM 950's e-newsletter, and calling into our local shows. Uh, prizes include really great gift cards to restaurants, listener appreciation events, like the one that will be happening on the 13th, I believe, next yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just want to say a big thank you to everyone out there. Right on. Hey, without any uh, further ado, uh, just a second here. Had to clear my voice there. Uh, now I sound normal. Without <laughs> any further ado, you know, I, you didn't know I could speak French, did you there, Haley? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, we have our friend Arvina Martin, uh, president of, uh, of Merge Wisconsin, and always great to see you and always uh, love our conversations. And uh, we have a whole whole chunk show now. Yay for Ho Chunk Wednesdays! Thanks for having me. <laughs> exactly. Glad to see you, Arvina. Yeah, definitely. Hey, so before we get to the heavy stuff, Arvina, uh, I'm a Swifty, so I just wanted to uh, throw that out there. And what's your feelings here? We got a big football game, and she just won a couple of uh, Grammys, and uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan. I respect what Taylor Swift puts out and her, that she's a great artist. It, she's just not, that's not my jam. <laughs> There's some of her songs that I like, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate that all that she's accomplished and she's clearly talented and, um, you know, I know lots of my friends like her, um, just isn't, isn't, doesn't scratch that musical itch for me, but, you know, I I appreciate her and 
also, you know, good for her for supporting her partner and, you know, forget all those other, all the people out there who are, get mad that she's on TV for 25 seconds. Like mm -hmm. she can't help it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I knew you'd have some, uh, something good to say about her. I, I don't really listen to her music, but I like her politics and I like how she can, uh, with a magic wand, uh, get 65,000 people to register to vote in a good way. I, I hope that she can use that magic wand to get Kansas city to change their name. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then there's 49ers is, uh, not a native friendly name either. If we want to get, uh, no, not really. I, I actually don't know if I'm even going to watch the Super Bowl this year. I was really hyped for the lions, you know, some good old fashioned NFC North, pride some black and blue division and boy it was disappointing when they didn't make it but what a run they had well and your Packers too I got to give you a, a, a lot of credit I think in the beginning of the year when they first played the Minnesota Vikings I thought they would win three games and they just got better and better and better and uh, they were the youngest team I think ever to be average age to be in the playoffs I believe their average age was 25.3 or something like that. Like that's bait. Those are babies. <laughs> that's, that's Haley's age. Exactly. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Well, they had a good season and ended up, uh, yeah. you know, uh, getting a taste with the young ones, getting a taste of the playoffs. That's all it takes uh, well, to get, well, I'm to hoping keep that going. That, that where things are right now, we can restore the NFC North to to proper glory with the Packers <laughs> and the Lions, and then you know maybe the Vikings too coming on up. <laughs> we can oh, get out of their own way. I was Aww. waiting to see who, who, who you were adding to that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess I'm gonna have to take back that Vikings jersey I bought for you. So next time I see you, I'll give it to Haley oh instead. Gosh. <laughs> well let's get uh, let's get to uh business here some national stuff here uh the border uh senate republicans blocking some a bipartisan border bill that even the border patrol put a put a stamp on it saying this is great this is exactly what we want from what I'm to understand, it was a very conservative bill, but, you know, did fix the issues or or at least was a step forward in fixing some of the issues at the border. And I, I don't claim to know everything there is about about what's happening at the border, but I do know that there does need to be something done. And, you know, we all know who who put the kibosh on this piece of legislation He's orange and he has cotton candy hair and he's running for president. Um, you know, it's 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 hard. I mean, and this is the kind of thing that makes people be skeptical of politics is that, you know, clearly he's trying to run on this being the most important issue, but then is actually stopping progress um, because he wants to keep it an issue. I mean, I think he said that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he say that there are like 300,000 people that have died because of, you know, and, and we, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm taking his, his stats with a, a boulder of salt um, <laughs> and, but but then to say, OK, but we're just going to let it go for the next year until I'm president again and then I'll fix it. Right. Um, so, you know, <laughs> it's it's I mean, it's that's that's the reason why people get so skeptical about politics and politicians. Um, yeah. You know, they see people playing games like this and, and the whole Republican legislative caucus in the federal government is going with it. Right. Well, and the bill is set up by a really conservative Republican and, of course, a Democrat. And uh, he's miffed. And now all of a sudden he's a bad guy because uh, he's doing his job and, and doing what he said he was going to run on. And that's, uh, you know, securing the border or working on the border. And so... I believe, and this is just my opinion, is that not only is, uh, well, chaos, if you've ever read the book, um, 
uh, Art of War, chaos is part of the strategy. So part of me thinks, you know, these guys are really not very smart. And the other part of me is going, they know what they're doing. So this with this chaos and they're not, they're not hiding it. I, I, what do you, what do you think, Arvina? I mean, I think it's clear that they're not hiding it. <laughs> um, you know, everybody seems to be pretty blatant about it and, and, you know, seems to be proud. Oh, Trump said we can't, we, we can't support this. So we're not supporting it. You know, I, it's, I think it, I think it kind of backfires in the sense that people are seeing how you really are and seeing that you're willing to give up things that you believe in because Trump says so, and you have to kiss his ring. Um, and you know, it, it just, it's, it's, oh, it just, it makes me really angry um, to yeah. see. And, and I, I hope that people um, don't fall for it. And, and, you know, I, I, like to believe that that everybody can see through it but you know there's a lot of people that don't and take it at face value and we know that nothing that that trump does or you know the the congressional republicans um you know it's not at face value there's always another shoe to drop yeah definitely hey we're here with our vina martin uh, executive director of uh, emerge wisconsin and we're talking to you directly from uh, madison right Yep, I'm in Madison. Mad City, as they used to call it when I lived there. Uh, I'm the, actually uh, missing um, my my son Ho Chunk Way is doing his signing today, and oh. he, yeah, he's a football player. At, I believe he's a linebacker at Baraboo High School, oh. and he's going to be coming your way. So make sure you get to some Hamline University football games. Um, yeah. next fall and cheer on John Bodine, John Bodine, the second. Right on. Ooh. And I'm right by Hamlin university, so I could ride my bicycle there. No problem. So keep us re reminded and, uh, Haley and I will do a remote from there. Oh, wow. yeah. And maybe I can join you too and, and meet Haley in person. I know <laughs> we haven't met yet, which is just crazy. We're probably related. So <laughs> exactly. Probably. Well, we we want to keep you another segment here, and uh, yeah. I don't know if you've uh, been staying on top of this, but we had uh, former uh, South Dakota Representative Ruth Buffalo on a couple days ago, and we talked a little bit about uh, what's happening with uh, Governor Nome in North Dakota, and uh, I want to hear what you have to have to say about that because uh, I don't know is she uh, is she going to be Trump's vice president? Uh, in the way she's acting and talking, she sounds like a, a bad example of uh, Trump. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> hey, we're here with Arvina Martin and Haley, Haley uh, Cherry, and this is Native Ritz Radio, and this is a Ho-Chunk show today here in this segment, these two segments. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. As we pack away the ornaments and bid farewell to the holiday season, it's time to unwrap the gift that keeps on giving, getting protected by a COVID-19 vaccination. This is your chance to make a difference, especially as our Native communities face higher COVID numbers. Those higher numbers underscore the need for collective action. So answer the call and get vaccinated. The latest vaccines are not just authorized, but they're proven effective against the current variants. This is extra protection, even if you've already had previous vaccines, since previous vaccines will eventually wear off. Plus, the new shots are FDA approved for ages six months and up. A COVID vaccine is not just a shot. It's a pledge to safeguard the wisdom and stories handed down by our elders. So join the movement, get vaccinated, and make 2024 the healthiest year ever ever securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more information, including details about clinics offering free vaccines, visit vaccines.gov. 
Become a teacher and ignite change. Join the St. Paul Urban Residency Program to become a teacher in just 15 months. You can earn your master's degree and teaching license from the University of St. Thomas while earning a $30,000 stipend, single health care, and dental benefits. As an added bonus, next year's cohort, all residents will receive $20,000 towards their tuition. Apply now. Applications due February 28, 2024. Visit spps.org backslash S-U-T-R. The City of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on AM 950. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. The vehicle for the Minnesota family is the Toyota Sienna, and the best place to get one is Rudy Luther Toyota in Golden Valley. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. I have three kids, and the Sienna hauls all your kids' sports and school gear easily. I can attest they're the safest vehicles, trust me, protecting your most valuable cargo. They're the perfect vehicle for the spring break or summer road trip, and the hybrid model is insanely fuel efficient. And Rudy Luther Toyota has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Siennas. Get one today. It's my highest recommendation. Rudy Luther Toyota, west of Minneapolis on 394. Is your remote workforce putting your company at risk? Cyber criminals are targeting your employees with COVID-19 inspired emails and attacking businesses like yours. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark. Rymark has the tools and expertise to enable your employees to work securely from home. If you need help getting your staff to work remotely and securely, call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com. That's 651-328-8900 or rymarkit.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for rain tonight with a low around 46, Thursday more rain with a high near 55, and Friday cloudy with a high around 36. Mark your calendars. Viral comedic sensation Randy Rainbow is gracing the State Theater stage on February 23rd. Known for viral political spoofs and musical parodies, Randy is a four-time Emmy and Grammy-nominated entertainer. Secure your seats now at randyrainbow.com for an unforgettable night of laughter and satire. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Development Institute, or NACD, in Minneapolis. Hey, there are uh, great friends there in Minneapolis, and we love going over there. And hey, we are with Irvina Martin, who is uh, executive director of Merge Wisconsin. But also, I got to give a quick shout out if you don't know, uh, Irvina was the first uh, Native American city council member in the city of Madison. That just makes the city of Madison that much more cooler. Uh, Irvina, welcome. I love I love that city, and I was just there a couple times the last two weeks. Oh, you're muted. Arvina, can you hear me? You're muted somehow. I um, muted myself accidentally. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. But th- uh, thank you again for having me. Sorry, I'm adjusting. For those of you who are watching, I'm adjusting myself, you know. So sorry about that for a second. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have been uh, following that or keeping up on that all, but it's just totally bizarre in that uh, uh, Governor Nome is uh, saying all these things. And then finally the tribe just said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. You are now um, no longer invited to ever come into our reservation area. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, I I can't imagine being an elected official and then having somebody say you can't come here. You know, you've 
screwed me over or won't play fair or whatever, you know, however you want to put it and then say you can't come. Um, I kind of think that's a show of failure of her leadership if she's got people that she that can't even engage with her anymore because, you know, she's not she's not being fair and playing and working with people and consulting as she's supposed to. Well, I think what put him over the edge, too, is Noam suggested last week that the state send razor wire and security uh, personnel to Texas. Also, she said drug cartels are responsible for murders on the reservations and that they're affiliated with a gang called Ghost Dancers. So these kind of things uh, put our Lakota Dakota brothers and sisters over the edge with her. Oh, absolutely. I had not heard about that, but you know, it's it's pretty lousy to kind of scapegoat the communities that you're serving and and try to make things out like it's something that's been brought brought on by themselves or or anything like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's not leadership. It's not No. And uh good 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 on them for uh Pine Ridge saying Thanks, but no thanks. Hey, Arvina. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Arvina, it's always uh, a good time now uh, to uh, talk about what you want to talk about and uh, give us some updates on what you're doing and uh, what's happening in the state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin, we're still trucking along at the moment. We're still waiting for very, you know, a decision to come out um, maybe next month or, or, understand what um, the maps are going to look like for our fall um, fall elections. Um, we want to know sooner rather than later because it takes time to plan and a run for office, especially one at the state level. Um, and you know they the candidates have to start collecting signatures in May. So that really isn't that far off and and very nerve-wracking. To- it, it, it it's it's very nerve-wracking to not know what's happening when when people are anxious to make decisions um and you want to see how things are kind of shaking out um you know november is not that far from from now uh may is even less far from now um so you know we're all kind of on pins and needles over here waiting to hear about that um I yeah know, uh- I know uh, our sister, uh, Trisha Zunker, was Jerry the Mandered the heck out of her. I, I hope that these kind of uh, movements in districting can help somebody like Trisha or anybody out there for that matter because the person she should, was going against who eventually won, and Trisha did a great job, by the way, uh, of, of, of that uphill battle, um, you know, we have to hope that it's uh, things like that are better in uh, our our neighboring state. Yeah, and so for the record, this um, this lawsuit wouldn't change the congressional lines, but mm-hmm. would change um, state legislative lines. So, unfortunately, you know the the eighth or the yeah the the congressional district that that Trisha ran for so valiantly and and ably. Um, you know, is is going to remain. But there are lots of other people like Trisha who are getting, you know, gerrymandered out of seats across the state and and even ones that still live in that district. You know, their their districts are so gerrymandered that that it's not a fair segment of the population Um, and that, you know, everything skews so far to the right now. Um, when, if you have, you know, balanced, uh, uh, legislative districts, you know, everything gets more moderate and because you have to be able to, um, work with both sides. And, you know, I, I really think that gerrymandering and ending gerrymandering is the first step in, um, you know, trying to, to change the this polarization that we are facing so so much here um in the u.s and in wisconsin and and you know hopefully with new lines we'll have 
more more uh, representatives who are actually representing the interests of their districts and and not the artificial interests of a district that was uh, created in order to be as conservative as possible. As you probably know, I drive to Black River uh, once a week and sometimes more and go down 94 into Wisconsin. And something that just kind of came up uh, around uh, mile marker 10 or a little before that is uh, a big sign that says vote Democrat because they, they're for the people. And it's oh, really absolutely. Kind of cool, cool to see because I remember in 2016, uh, I would go to small towns or any little towns in Minnesota and see just Trump paraphernalia everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Well, and I live in my nice Madison bubble where, you yeah. know, basically everybody is, you know, is liberal. There are conservatives here, but, um, you know, you don't see a lot of Trump signs. And I actually uh, last weekend had driven up to Stockbridge to visit some of my Stockbridge relatives and going through some of the smaller towns and seeing giant Trump signs was a bit jarring to me. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, uh, and is a reminder that not everything is, is my Madison liberal haven, <laughs> that there are other, well, other folks out there. I always like to tell uh, people, and I don't know, of course I stole this, but thank goodness, uh, land doesn't vote because the farther away you get from, uh, the big, big buildings, the the less uh, dense it is. And thank goodness land doesn't vote because uh, it might look like the whole area is red, but there's maybe 100 or 1,000 people there as opposed to the strength we have in the inner cities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, conservatives like to throw those maps around and say, look at the majority of the country supports, <laughs> you know, this. And, you know, if you combine what the city of Los Angeles and the city of New York, like how many more voters or how many more people live in those two cities than in, you know, the Dakotas or Montana or, you know, and not to, not to denigrate the folks that live there or people who live in rural areas. I mean, that your voice is just as important, but when taking, when assuming, you know, that, that, the geography is that it, it's it's populated the same that you know that that means that more people support conservative candidates you know it's it's not it's not good data it's not or it's a misinterpretation of the data um and it it can be very very frustrating also the the conservatives don't like it when you point out how many how how fewer or how fewer how much fewer uh, struggling with language a little bit, but how much fewer people live in those areas? Like once, you, once you, once you actually kind of call it out, it's it's pretty glaring. Yeah, well, we have a, a problem here in Minnesota that some of our uh, national reps that are uh, Republican that tried to vote things down, and then they come back to their constituents as heroes because the bill passed and it helps their area, but they were uh, voting against it. And there's a, you know, people don't pay a, as much attention as probably you, me and Haley and uh, people on these stations that were on uh, or listen to us. And they don't know the difference that, you know, we have politicians up North that are taking credit for bills that they voted against. Uh, absolutely. And I actually like that President Biden has started calling that out um, and calling out, you know, saying, oh, yeah, and and doing it in those those um, Congress people's districts. So going <laughs> to where they are and say, yeah, we got all this money for you. Too bad your your guy didn't support it, you know, right. um, and and unfortunately, I think we need to keep calling that out because. I, otherwise, people aren't aren't acting on um you know accurate information and aren't able to make their informed choice the way that they should be able to. Right, right. And I and I when you were talking, I was just thinking too when uh, the big strike was on and no president ever in the history came to support the union worker. As me being a former high school teacher, I'm a I'm a union person uh, through and through and through. Uh, and then Trump uh, had fake people there in a non-union place, and he paid 
it just came out. He paid like uh, $20,000 for this whole escapade there in Michigan. I mean, that is just so indicative of of the two candidates who are running for president, you know, the the presumptive nominees from each party, you know, um, Joe Biden going out there and, and getting on the line with striking auto workers and Trump going and doing stuff with scabs and talking <laughs> about, uh, uh, you know, the, the things that really only be- benefit people at the very top of those corporate structures. I mean, he, he's not there for the, the workers. And I, too, I'm, I'm um, in a union for the very first time. I've always been a big union believer, um, but now I'm, I'm a member as well. So, you know, people standing with workers and the people that actually make our economy run um, are the kinds of po- folks that we need in office. Exactly. And uh, I know we're going to take off here and uh, we really uh, appreciate you coming on as always. I just want to say, too, uh, that uh, when the middle class started disappearing in the 80s is when unions started disappearing. And so Mm -hmm. they go hand in hand. And, uh, uh, you know, people need to get paid what they deserve. We don't need billionaires running around and change the tax bracket uh, that was changed during Reagan era and go back those old taxes ways and things will be a lot better. Arvina, Pina Gigi for being on as always. Yes. And thank you for having me. All right. We'll be right back after the short break. Stay with us. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. Are you thinking about college? Consider checking out Minnesota Private Colleges. These 18 nonprofit institutions keep the focus on students with small classes and professors who will get to know you. You'll find students from all backgrounds and no two colleges are alike. And when it comes to cost, they're more affordable than you think. Find the college that's right for you at mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible mnprivatecolleges.org slash possible. Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID-19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside. And Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? <laughs> hey, I want to. Uh, oh, look at that bee uh, for bison there on your hat there. That thing's really glowing. Hey, we have Bob Blake from Red Lake, uh, owner of the Solar Bear and uh, native CEO of Native Sun, and uh, just all around cool guy. And we are here with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. Hey, how's it going, Robert? Um, We've got some really good news um, in the solar news with the solar bear. 
Um, I want to start out with um, electrical electric vehicle infrastructure, Robert, could generate 160,000 jobs, Robert, wow. over, you know, just on the build out. This is just on the build out um, could generate um, 160,000 jobs across the country just on the electric vehicle build out. So wow. this is really yeah, this is really huge news. Um, and I also want to say that I spoke with the tribal, um, uh, tribal, uh, like, uh, their, uh, convenience store, you know, association, there's like a tribal mm -hmm. convenience store association, I believe what they're called. And they are really interested in like, you know, at least partnering, you know, in getting more of these EVs out into the, into tribal country. So I think that's a really good, um, you know, exciting news, um, yeah. around electric vehicles. And, um, I'll be speaking on a panel <clears throat> in Pechanga, California at the department of Indian energy, um, on EVs. And we have been having our planning sessions on that and just hearing all the cool things from mm -hmm. these other tribal, uh, entities and, and nations, around the country right now on this, like, you know, joint, like, you know, planning and, and little, uh, program we're going to put on out there at the conference or, um, is, is really exciting. So I wanted to share that with everybody because yeah. I thought that was a really cool statistic I saw. And we, I was like, are you kidding me? How many jobs? And then yeah. they showed me the statistics and the folks behind it. And I was like, I, I can get behind that, Robert. I can really get, get behind on. that. I know in Ho-Chunk, we call them C-stores, and I always go on C-stores, what's that? And it's, oh, convenience stores. So that's, I, I guess, the slang for us here in uh, Wisconsin is they're called C-stores. And, yeah, the you know, a lot of them are by casinos and, and areas that uh, people load up on gas and uh, swag and might as well get their car charged. And, and, I, and I also want to mention um, – here in the state of Minnesota, today's the first day, Robert. Today's mm. the first day that you can apply um, for an electrical electric vehicle rebate um, with the state of Minnesota. Ah. So, last um, last legislative session, um, you know, our wonderful politicians here in the state of Minnesota, um, part of the part of the climate plan was to be able to, you know. Um, give some incentives for individuals yeah. to purchase um, new or used uh, $2,500. I believe it's for, for new and six, six, $600 for a used um, vehicle, whether, and, and Robert, I want to make this clear to everybody, um, whether it be a hybrid or all electric, they can mm. still, they could still qualify for this. And wow. um, it's, it, it's out there now. Um, it's up. It, it just uh, happened today. So, um, hey, but everyone out there, if you purchased a vehicle, now I purchased uh, a Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV um, this last year. So I'll be able to qualify for this 2500 Not to mention the 7500 that I already got in federal on, <laughs> on my vehicle. So it's like $10,000 I got off my new vehicle. Right on. And I remember when we went to Iowa, we always uh, refer back to our glory days with uh, when you were working for AM9 or Native Roots Radio for a day, uh, <laughs> that you had a hybrid when we went down there. We did. We were getting 70 miles an hour to the gallon going down to um, <laughs> Iowa. And, and, I was, and I was the grip. I was the key grip. I was... That's why, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, another... Another really cool. Um, uh, well, wait, this is you, from Wisconsin. You, this is from wait, Wisconsin. Me, Go ahead. Let me just jump in real quick. You were not only the key grip, but I want to like say we were giving out T-shirts, and Bob gave out a T-shirt to Amy Klobuchar, who is running for president, and gave her the resist shirt, and we got a picture with her. And I'm going. The irony of this is we're kind of resisting Amy, and she's got my shirt. But yeah. go ahead, Bob. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it was interesting because, you know, there were other politicians that were coming by and I was just kind of like, can we get one of those resist shirts? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And, oh, yes. So I would like this, you know, uh, 
uh, didn't want to turn down anybody. But hey, in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, um, Rivion, I love those trucks, by the way. I don't know who are all Rivion owners out there, but man, y'all got some bad trucks. I love those trucks. Anyways, um, Rivion is opening up their first service center in Wisconsin, in southeastern Wisconsin. So I think that that is some really cool news that Rivion is um, expanding their reach. And mm -hmm. um, those trucks to me are just, uh, you know, some, some, some of the coolest uh, vehicles that are out there on the road right now. Can you explain uh, to our audience uh, what? Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Rivion is a is an electric vehicle truck maker, and that's kind of what they're specifically focusing in on is that kind of uh, midsize um, SUV, so to speak. Um, and uh, it's really, uh, really a cool looking vehicle. But it's it's all it's an all electric. Um, but mm -hmm. they put I think the engineering they put into that is just really, um, really cool and. Um, so I, I really like Rivian and, and they're, of course, you know, they're, they're made here in, in, in the United States. And so, um, they, they have a really good, uh, product and, um, yeah. Didn't, uh, Elon Musk's, uh, trucks, didn't they kind of look like a, a bad drawing that I would have drew like in, when I was five years old or something? Have you seen those, uh, trucks that, uh, they've designed? Yeah, I actually passed one up um, a couple about a week ago when I was when I was driving um, too fast uh, up, to, uh, up to Saint Cloud, and um, uh, there it's it was all silver. Um, it um, Robert, I I don't know, I don't how's that? I don't know how they're gonna fly. I don't know. <laughs> it it really looks. Uh, it almost looks like a space age, like it should be on Mars or should be on the moon. <laughs> but, but, but Rivion is a little less in your face. It's, yeah. It looks more, you know, kind of um, acceptable, so to speak. But, but hey, you know what? To each his own. Yeah. I mean, if you're driving an electric vehicle, I think no matter how it looks, I think is is good. It's good for the planet and it's right. good for the environment. And so I'm I'm kind of like okay with it. Well, I agree with one of our uh, listeners, Etta. She said scammer, and I, I feel like Elon Musk is a scammer. But, yeah, you're right, electric. That's moved electric and uh, get off uh, Twitter and X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, I mean, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I think that I think that one, one cool thing about a lot of these electric vehicles is that what's going to happen, everyone, is they're going to get cheaper, they're going to get less expensive. They're going to be uh, everywhere. And the other part about this is that, you know, it's going to help us wean ourselves off of fossil fuels, which is the main contributor to greenhouse gases, which is causing climate change. And we all see what's happening in Southern California and Los Angeles and around the world right now. So this is hell. going to take all of us. And that was the solar news with the solar bear. Hell, I was just saying, hell, here in Minnesota, it's uh, like uh, April weather here and should be below zero and it's 55 degrees. So everywhere. Hey, big peeny geeky to the solar bear with the solar news. Thank you much, Bob. Bob Blake from Red Lake. I always like to say that. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. We are the best. They